When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation? And welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download that app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Hi, howdy. Welcome in to our Bulls Nation group therapy session. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy, Mark Gay. Follow him on Twitter at MK Hoops. We got our pal and our producer, Lawrence, filling in for Joey on a Sunday night. Double duty. Were you doing Bears today, Lawrence? I did Bears today. I've been here for a lot of hours. Bless Let's go. your heart this for sticking exciting. with us. The tanks just keep rolling on in. They, yikes. Yikes, um, indeed. Big Dave is here somewhere. Where is Big As Dave? As you can see, his chair that <laughs> oh he usually is sitting gosh. in has been overturned. Oh, no. Don't know if you can hear that <laughs> He's from upset. not behind a microphone. But, Marque, should I put out a search party for Big Dave? Should I be worried? I, I, I think we know where he is. He's, he's behind the shot somewhere. But uh, <laughs> I mean, he's there in spirit nonetheless. And we, okay. we heard him. So. Listen oh. to me! Oh, okay. 150 <laughs> points! 150 <laughs> points! 20, what? Three, 22 threes? What the? F- and that's... And that's the optimist of our group, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God! That's the optimist. I'm I, I'm beyond mad. I'm laughing at this, Mark. I mean, I am mad, but the, the Bulls put up 126 points and got blown out. How is that even possible? Yeah, yeah. I'll, look, I, I was laughing about it yesterday, but I'm choosing to laugh about it again today because. That was probably the worst defensive game I've seen this team play in so, so long. So if they're going to put like zero effort into their defensive output, well, like why should I put any effort in caring about this at all? Like that's currently my mindset. Um, I don't know if I'm right in feeling that way, but that's the way I'm dealing with it as well. Like obviously Dave's throwing chairs. Matt, you're laughing at it, which is encouraging to see. Maybe we'll get some hat throws later on. But yeah, we all have our ways of dealing with this nonsense, don't we? I'm worried about my man over here. I'm truly worried. It's bullshit. Um, it's okay. It's the fucking tip. Listen, uh, they didn't even have Gobert. They didn't even have Carl Anthony Towns. No. They all sat down, Mm-mm. Matt. They didn't even play. D'Angelo Russell hit it six, seven threes in the first half. Nas Reed. Nas Reed. Who the fuck is Knight? Who is that? 
Who is that? What is going? Shug, Bobby, Brevin. Uh, okay, just a quick rundown in case you missed this. The Bulls gave up season highs to the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight in points, made field goals, made three-point field goals, and overall field goal percentage. And it was a franchise record point total in a regulation game for the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves hit 23 threes tonight, and they are averaging just over 10 made threes per game on the season. What the hell is it with this team? Look, Mark, we talked about how the Bulls' defense has been borderline respectable through their first 20 to 30 games. It's been sliding a bit Mm -hmm. recently, but coming into tonight, they still had, I believe, tied for 10th best defensive rating in the NBA. And tonight, look, the Bulls have been getting, you know, run off the floor with teams that shoot, you know, lights out from three against them a lot this season. But tonight, it was just the most laughably absent-minded defense that I've seen from them all season. Nobody was making the right uh, help defensive coverage on backsides or weak side backdoor cuts. Like, I don't know how many times Vooch looked at either DeMar or Zach tonight and just shrugged and pointed at them like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Could I maybe get some help here? Yeah, and this is the oddity of this Bulls season, right? So I was... because there was nothing really to watch on this game, I was, I was actually looking at numbers throughout this game. And, and I, I went back to when the Bulls were at last 500, or at least the last time I remembered them at 500, which was after 12 games. That was 6-6 six and six on November 7th. So, you know, maybe five, six weeks ago. Since then, they've been uh, basically 5-11. and 11. They're down to 20th on defense. They were 5th in defense through that initial 12-game sample that I mentioned. They were 12th in net rating. Now, through this next 16 games, they've fallen down to 20th in defense and 26th in net rating. So to your point, things have been sliding, which is which is why none of this really makes sense. Like initially, yeah, okay, they were 500, but they were, they were finding ways to win. They were, doing, they, were, they were beating good teams. Their defense was on point. From a net rating point of view, as I mentioned, the things were okay, trending fine, but they've just completely let go of the rope, more specifically over the last week. I think, what's that, four losses in a row now? Uh, this this week has just been just just terrible Bulls basketball on so many fronts. So things have been trending down, but it's just really escalated over the last week. So it's just just majorly problematic, and I don't even know where to start. And this is probably the the most concerning things because it's not one thing that is going wrong. Like whether it's offense or defense, even or even just like three point defense. There's so many reasons why the three point defense is what it is right now. So it's not like you can hone in on one thing and sort of identify that and fix it. There's like three, four, five different things happening all at one time that are falling over. So it's just uh, a complete mess. It's absolute shambles right now. A hundred and fifty points. Give me a goddamn hat. Give me a hat. What Give this man fuck? a hat. <laughs> the worst defense I've seen all year. The worst defense I have seen all year. It was all back cuts and threes. That was the whole game. The back cuts and threes. Zach Levine didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Patrick Williams didn't know what he was doing. I felt bad for Vooch because he was just like, dude, I can't do everything back here. Can somebody? And where's the fire? Where's the damn effort? Where's somebody being mad about this? 
Where's somebody yelling at somebody? I'm like, yeah, Vooch. You mentioned Vooch saying something to Zach. But where's somebody getting? I said, I want somebody his ass. I want somebody be twixt the crack. Get in his ass All when he's doing something like it. that. Dive deep in him. Where's somebody who does that? They don't have that fire. Everybody's cool. Everybody's chilling. This was all okay. This was smooth. Nobody had nothing to say about it. Just went through the damn motions, man. Everybody just went through the motions. Billy just got sick and said, fuck it, I'm going to sit down. I'm not going to do anything. Fine, I'll just go sit down. The motions, and it was just normal, and it was just simple, and it was just fine. Everything was cool for them, man. The effort will forever piss me off. Forever piss me. Losing don't make me mad. Effort makes me mad when you don't give it, when you're not trying, when you're just out there letting them do whatever the hell they want to do. There was nobody there. They sat down. They're best players outside of Anthony Edwards. Dude, D'Angelo Russell, what the hell? Listen, Nas Reed was four for four to start the game. He scored the first ten points by his damn self. You were losing to Nas Reed. (laughs) Nas Reed against the Bulls. For his career, he shoots like 34% from three. Yeah. Against the Bulls, he shoots 50. Well, for yeah. his career. Yeah. For his career, he's averaging like nine points. Against the Bulls, it's 12. He balls out against them all the time. How do I know this? And they don't. Damn, Nasri plays better against us. Maybe we should play up on him a little more. Nah, let him go to the bucket. Nah, let him shoot the threes. Nah, he'll be fine. D'Angelo Russell pulling up from half court. I saw so many damn handshakes. From the Minnesota Timberwolves. I thought I had a lot of handshakes in here, Lawrence. Yeah. I saw him handshakes all around. That play at the end when Dragic threw the inbounds pass and it got stolen from Kobe White. And the, <sighs> at the end of the third quarter? Give me a hat. <laughs> give me a fucking hat. Throw it. The, f- it's, the ah! hat, it's the hat throwing train tonight. It's the hat throwing train. Um, oh. We are here for you guys, Bulls fans. We are you. You are us. We are all livid and dismayed and confused as to what the hell we're watching right now. So throw us those comments. Throw us some super chats. Uh, I see some coming in already. A lot of super chats. Got one on let's, the screen now. Let's, let's do them. Okay, we got one here from Adrian who's saying it's time as a fan base uh, to remove the Reinsdorfs and Glazers FSG United Liverpool owners. We're not here to talk about soccer slash football. Forced to sell after fans put negative reviews on sponsors, put fan pressure leading to media yeah. pressure. It works. Yeah, they they... In at Man United, they, the they forced. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, um, I so I did not notice it at the UC, but I saw it on Twitter the next morning after they were as they were getting their asses handed to them by the Knicks on their home floor for the second time in the span of three days. There was a sell the team chat going on at the United Center. It was. Oh, there was. I, I didn't I, start it. I thought not. it was just MVP for D Rose. I didn't know mm, there was a well, sell the MVP and mm. sell the team have sort of a similar ring to them. Um, I, there is no MVP right now. Zero. The MVP is Bulls fans putting up with this bullshit. Y'all are the most valuable players because it takes serious love and dedication to continue to tune in. And I saw some of our friends over from the UK saying, you know, we've had this streak of a consecutive watch games staying up in the middle of the night. It's not good for our mental health to watch this crap. Not, I, 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 I don't feel good. How don't you have any fight? After what you did against the Knicks, how don't you come out a little more upset about that? You came out, did the same damn thing, the same thing. Nothing changed. Lineups didn't change. Rotations didn't change. 
the play they played didn't change. The way what they ran on offense didn't change. What offense? What the hell? They just got the ball and did what they wanted. Nothing up changed. They ran a little something at the beginning to start the game. They did a little something there. Yeah, that was fine. Then they said, oh, no, they're starting to go on a run. We're not doing that anymore. It was a 10-0 run that the uh, Minnesota went on. And then they said, no, nah, we're not doing that anymore. And didn't do it for anything for the rest of the game. And then said, oh, wait a minute, we got to play defense too? Oh, this is a two-thing job? Oh. Sorry, Marquette. Go ahead, man. No, I was going to say, I mean, they did make changes. They, they did make changes and none of it worked. And, and the reason why none of it worked, and irrespective of what in any changes they make, none of it's going to work if you provide that level of effort. Like they went to zone defense. That didn't yeah, work. They were playing the man quarter, defense. That didn't zone. work. The 2-3 went... zone, yes. Yeah. They went to zone. They, they changed the rotation. No Drummond tonight because he was deplorable last game against the Knicks. They played small in that sense because they were matching up to a smaller Wolves team. That didn't help. The way they were trying to play offense was maybe similar to what we're seeing. So maybe that's like a fair comment from that perspective. But there were like rotational changes. There were schematic changes on defense, but none of them freaking mattered because of their application to it. Uh, that was, I said it from the top, that's probably one of the worst defensive efforts I've seen from this team in a long time. And to your point, Dave, like to, to have this level of defense after the week that you've had where you've lost on in OT to the Hawks, then you've lost your back-to-back games to the Knicks against a team without their starting front court, one being Towns, a, a fantastic offensive player, someone you don't necessarily have to defend. And, and then without Gobert, like maybe the best defensive NBA player in the, in, in the game, to, to, to put up this level of effort against a team that was right there. Like the Wolves, the Wolves have been so disappointing this season. It's very similar to the Bulls. Like this is a team that you should be able to beat because they themselves haven't discovered who they are yet. But obviously the Bulls are just worse. So I, I guess from my point of view, Dave, like I, I did see Donovan trying things. It didn't work. Maybe it was never going to work. Maybe they weren't the right things to do. But like I just keep coming back to the the way the team went about it. Like I don't care what adjustments you make. I don't care what offense you're running. I don't care what defense you're playing. If you're going to give that level of effort or lack of the effort or attention to detail, none of it matters, mate. None of it matters. And I guess that's what I mean. Like, Mark, you're right. But when they went to that 2-3 zone, and Minnesota hit about two or three shots in it. That was it. They didn't do it again. That was they were like, oh well, all right, we tried, coach. What did we do next? You know, we tried. It didn't work to us. You're right. He didn't put Drummond in. He went uh, with Derrick Jones Jr. Uh, instead. In that instance, that didn't that didn't do anything either. And I guess I'm more when I say that. I guess this is more on the players that I'm talking about than it is on Billy actually running plays and doing shit. Because that's what I mean when nothing changed. You're doing the same damn thing over and over and over and over yeah. and over again. Don't matter if he go to his own. Mm-hmm. Don't matter if he put this in or that in. It's the same thing over and over again. They do it. It doesn't work. They, they get uh, uh, dejected, and that's it. That's the end of it. They don't try it anymore. And it's very quick and very easy to get under this team's skin because once they make that mistake, they're done. They, yeah. they revert back to, well, Zach's like, well, I got to do everything. You see Zach take one on three. You see that when he cleared the floor and they were guarding mm. him and Minnesota had three people on that side of the floor looking at him like, what you want to do, Zach? Are you going to pass it? Nope, going in. This is going in. I'm going inside. I'll let you guess what happened when the hell that went down. 
terrible decisions all game long. Speaking of which, one of our other super chats on deck, Lawrence, is Fernando uh, Rodriguez. Shout out to him for the super chat, saying Levine got how much money. I'm just saying. Now look, I have staunchly been someone saying the Bulls had no better option than signing Zach to a max contract this past summer. Letting him go would have been a worse decision than signing him to that deal. And even getting Grandpa Jerry to shell out that kind of money for the first time in Bulls franchise history was a sign of something maybe being progress. Give out all-star money to an all-star player. Yay. Good for you. You've never done that before. Good for you. I've been trying to be patient with Zach as he's working his way back into form, coming off off-season knee surgery. But some of the ways that he's forced it offensively recently and the way he's been playing defense, his defense tonight, look, I know a lot of Bulls fans out there who aren't believers in Zach constantly hound his defense as a, this is a one-way player. His defense does not, you know, like his offense doesn't make up for how bad his defense is. Sometimes I debate that, that, uh, that sentiment. Tonight, I could not stand watching Zach Levine on the defensive end of the floor. And tonight, I didn't love that that's our $250 million man. Yeah, and look like you, Matt. I've been someone who's supported Levine, uh, stood up for Levine, whether that's his play on court, whether it's the contract, whatever the situation may be. And, and I will continue to do so depending on the context. Like, like you noted, the decision to max Levine remains the right decision. What has happened thereafter, uh, you know, I can't defend that, or at least I've, I can't do it anymore, or at least based on tonight. I can't, def- I can't defend his performance tonight. Like there has been games this season when he has defended well. Like I, the, the first one that sp- springs to mind is that Kings game. I know the Bulls lost in that game. That was the night Zach had 41, but he, like, he brought it offensively in that game, but he was actually playing really good defense that game as well. So like he has had moments this season where, he has been engaged and locked in on defense, and I've liked what I've seen from him on that end. But then you get things like tonight where, okay, yeah, he was efficient on offense. His, his box score reads okay, but the way he was ball hogging on offense tonight was mm-hmm. not something I can defend. And then from defense, this is probably the worst def- defensive game I've seen Zach play since maybe he first came back from his ACL. So mm-hmm. I think... I think there can be multiple truths here, which I know people don't maybe want to hear about when we're heated in a post-game scenario. But what happened in July when Zach was maxed out, that's one thing. That, that can be a right decision at the right time. But for whatever reason, things just haven't gone that way right now. So uh, I think, that, like I said, there could be multiple truths to this. And, and I think we have to be open and objective about it and saying, okay, cool, that, that may have been the right decision at the time. That's how I felt about it at the time. But as variables change, we should be good enough to change our opinions. And right now, like Zach isn't giving me much of a reason to defend him right now. So it is what it is, unfortunately. Zach, last game against the Knicks was a minus 31. Uh, uh. Tonight, he was a minus 21. He's right. He was very selfish in his game tonight. When he got the ball, he just wanted to do what he wanted to do. And it feels like he's like, well, that's what I know because that's what I'm used to. That's what I'm always done, because I've been on ass teams. And so when it's going bad, this is the way I know how to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's the way I know how to get it done. It didn't even matter when the game, you know what I'm saying? Because I kept saying to you, Matt, like, damn, this is only a 10-point a game? Damn, I couldn't believe it was that close. Like, it felt like it was more. felt like they were down 40 it, all night. It truly, truly, truly did. So even in those instances, when I'm watching Zach, 
go one on four, you know, still trying to get to the line, you know, get foul calls. He got like, what, two calls early, very early on in the game. And I believe that was it <laughs> for Zach Levine when it came to those calls. Uh, let me let me double check just to make sure because I don't want to be on. Yeah, that's it. Four free throws from Zach Levine. That was it. He was done. He was finished after that. Oh, it's just super frustrating watching him because we saw the success again tonight, Marquette, with the catch and shoot. We saw the success again with it tonight, and I want more of that. Now, part of that I can't put all on him because somebody's got to get him the basketball properly, you know what I'm saying, to do that. But at those moments when Zach is dribble, 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 turnover, dribble, 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 out of bounds, dribble, 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 off the backboard. That's when it gets more frustrating. Yes, he's still deserving of the max. I hate that people are coming at him at the low point that you have never in your life seen Zach Veen play this bad since he's been here as a Chicago Bull, period. So I hate that people are coming like, you see, we told you. Really? You told me he was going to be this ass? Really? You thought this was going to be the case? Damn it, we need to go play the lottery if that's the case. If you thought he was going to be this bad. <coughs> no, you thought he was. You, you saw how great he was, didn't think he was deserving of the max then when he was putting up these incredible 50, mm. 40, 80 seasons. You still didn't think he was. But now you're like, see, this is what I knew was going to happen. No, the hell you didn't. You mm. didn't know this was going to happen like this. You had no idea. But it sucks. But I'm not taking away from him because it sucks. And he has been bad. He has been truly, truly bad. We got to take our first break here in a second, guys. While we're taking a break, hit us that Lawrence! thumbs up button if you haven't already. Our producer, Lawrence, just anything. put up a poll for you guys in the chat. Who do you think is the most to blame for this Bulls losing streak and this team crumbling right now? Is it Acme, the front office? Is it Billy? Or is it the players? Cast your vote. Let yes. us know what you think. Uh, and before we take this break, uh, Big Dave, our guy Jeff yeah. Rocks in the comments, I noticed, asked you one more time. Wait, so, how many points did the Bulls give up? A hundred and fifty <laughs> points in a regulation NBA game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Franchise record for that Minnesota Timbies. Everything was a franchise record for them tonight. Everything. We, we sitting here. I'm supposed to be a franchise player. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about practice. Oh, man. That was not a game. That was not a game. That was not a game. It was so easy. It was like a high school game on defense for them. It was just so easy. God, you know what else is not a game? Tell me, man. Messing around with where you go to get your meat sticks. I know you don't play about this. Because you go to Green Ridge Farm. Damn, darn it. Do. That's what you do. That's Green a segue Farm in effect. Is a Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better all-natural option. Makers of all-natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous meat sticks, perfect for tailgating, happy hours, and school lunches. Plus, with 16 grams of protein packed into every meat stick, they make a perfect post-workout snack. Mm. I need to blow off some steam. I'm going to go home from post-game tonight. I'm going to mm. pump some iron. What? Blow <laughs> off some steam. <laughs> then I have some meat sticks. <laughs> <laughs> You can get them in chicken or black forest beef and different <laughs> flavor varieties like jalapeno, cheddar, and spicy chili. If you haven't tried these Green Ridge Farm meat sticks yet, y'all, you're missing out. They're delicious, made from recipes, generations in the making, and being all natural, they deliver a fresh and flavorful alternative at snack time. You can always find them in the refrigerated section at Costco, Sam's Club, or in your local Chicagoland grocery stores. And right now, if you go to their website, GreenRidgeFarm.com, mm -hmm. and put any three of their products in your shopping cart, and add some meat sticks to your order, those meat sticks will be 
free. Free. If you use promo code CHGO at checkout. One more time. Greenridgefarm.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put some meat sticks in that cart. Yeah. Promo code CHGO. Meat sticks equal free. Meat sticks equal free equal delicious. Mm. Greenridgefarm.com. Get some meat up in your life. Mm. Damn it, Bulls. You know what? I want you to take a look at that man on your screen, Mark K. Take a look at him. See how perfectly calm he is. See how relaxed he is. See how cool he is right now. He's angry. He's pissed. He's mad. And then you see me coming on here angry, mad, and upset. I want you all to look. And if you had to put money on it, just some money on it. On DraftKings, take a guess who didn't have their 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, their probiotics, and, oh, my God, 150 damn points adaptogens to help start that day right. The it green, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. That special blend of ingredients that support your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery focus, and your aging, all the things you want to take care of. Costs you less than $3 a day. Investing in your health is cheaper than that cold brew habit you might have. You're investing in your all-in-one nutritional insurance. It's vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything. And does all this while still tasting amazing. Over 7,000 five-star reviews, ladies and gentlemen, recommended by professional athletes like Mark K, who used to be a professional athlete but then decided to have a child who's going to be a professional athlete because if you saw a picture of his kid, oh, his kid dude. looks like he's ready to play ball See Red Ted right in now. that Bulls jersey? Draft him tomorrow. Listen, man, you. I think he's got a nine to five. Oh. All right, that that kid's ready to go. <laughs> that kid's ready, Marquet. Give him some athletic greens, Marquet. He's ready. <laughs> so yes, to make it easy for y'all, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of that immune supporting vitamin D and five of those free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash chgo bulls. It's athleticgreens.com slash chg. Oh, Bulls, to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance because it's Athletic Greens. You scoop it, you dump it, you shake it, you drink it, and what you do, Marque? You feel it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Our guy Rob in the comments said, even Dave's ad reads sound angry today. Can't Dude, blame him. Hundred and fifty. Hundred and fifty freaking points. And fifty. Uh oh, running low on. When they were like one, they had like one forty-four with like a minute thirteen left. Yeah, they still ended up with a hundred. Oh my god! I could feel. It. I was like, they're gonna put up one hundred and fifty on. It's insane! It's insane, dog. Oh my goodness! All right, we roll along. We got more super chats to get to. We will get to as many of those. Uh, we'll get to all of those. Yeah, we'll get to all we'll these all super, the super chats. chats for sure. Locon, one of many, saying blow it up in the comments. I see some emojis. A clown. Uh, up arrow. Oh, oh, and I think that's someone blowing. Oh, that's that, that we found out what that meant Friday. Yeah, that meant blow it up okay. because the clown is it. The clown is it. Oh, yeah, like from the horror <laughs> movie. Correct, correct. I get it. Yeah. Marquet was here. We all got that lesson. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. Um. All right. Let's see. Uh, where we? Where else we go? Oh, we got Debo the Black Panther in the super chats. My man. Saying, why on earth is this dude not playing Andre Drummond? How in the world did Bubblegum Billy get anything? <laughs> Bubblegum Billy? What is this like fan that. base's obsession <laughs> with Billy Donovan's gum chewing? This is true. It's like, 
Everybody, when they want to say something about Billy and what, what they believe or don't believe in him as far as a coaching perspective, the gum chewing is always involved. It's true. I, I had a friend uh, text me that uh, I want to slap the gum out of his mouth. Like, they, why, they so, I don't know what it is, Marque, about the gum. They, they are so upset about the gum of, of this man, Billy Donovan, man. But, but yeah, Marque, you're, you're the Billy Donovan guy. You know, I need you to talk to people off the Billy Donovan ledge because the 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 uh, uh what am I thinking of? Pitchforks and mm-hmm. torches. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Are they're ready to storm his house and take him down, man? Please talk to these people off of this, mate. I've I've tried. I've tried. What what are we like? 27 games into this thing. Um, yeah. I'm, 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 my words have been unsuccessful to this point. As things get worse here, I don't think I'm going to get any more successful. But like, I, I guess the confusion for me at least is like people are always calling out Billy for lack of adjustments or his rotations or whatever it might be. Then he makes a change and then it's like, why did you make that change? I don't want that change. So look, I, I, I had no issue with it. Like for me, I'm not a big Drummond guy. I don't actually think he's that good, to be honest with you. I didn't really love the signing. He's been better than I thought. But like I said, last game, he was really bad. So maybe that was, a, maybe that was Billy sending a message to Drummond to say, you can't you can't play like that like you did last game. Like you, you're gonna sit if that's the case. Having said that as well, maybe it was just a matchup thing. I mentioned that before. Like the, the wolves were smaller because they don't have towns, they don't have go bear, they're not necessarily playing their big bigs, sort of those sorts of things. So maybe Billy wanted to go smaller in that sense. He, he's obviously more comfortable playing smaller. Having two bigs out there like that against um, you know, Nas Reed or whatever it might be, like maybe you just get run off the run off the core from that point of view. So I, for me at least, I didn't have a fundamental issue with it. I, I know, and I, I know I'm the uh, the Billy apologist, so to speak. But you know, I, I appreciate the super chat, no less. Uh, we we appreciate the support, but personally, myself, I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have a, a huge problem with Drummond being a DNP tonight. I mean, I don't know if he would have helped That's, with yeah. the Bulls, correct? Letting the Timberwolves shoot a no. trillion percent no. from three, correct? Or I don't know if he would help with the Bulls' weak side defense tonight. Mm. I really don't. He would have just been the one there shrugging instead of Vooch mm. when the guys playing on the weak side mm. were not where they needed to be when help defense was needed. Mm. I don't think Drummond has anything to do with that at all. No, no, I, I don't think he does either. Maybe I, if you thought he might bring some kind of spark, some kind yeah. of oomph, you know, when Drummond recently, after his kind of downward uh, trend after coming back from the shoulder injury, had a couple of games where he looked like his throw his body around self again. Maybe you're missing that because the Bulls as a team collectively tonight looked flat. Yeah. They looked like they didn't give a shit. And that maybe part. Drummond is a guy who you could throw out there as a, hey, do you give a shit? Do you want to <laughs> see if anyone else who's wearing your same jersey out there, who are your teammates, who you are with every day, all the time, you go to battle with, you want to see if any of them give a shit? If you are out there showing that you at least give half a shit, no shits were given. No shits were given. But I, I don't think Drummond was the make-or-break reason that, that no shits were given tonight. No, and also, second yeah. game in a row, Bulls have shot over 40% from three. And lost. And took that L, 16 of 38. They were competing with them early on. They were oh hanging God. with them. If the Bulls could go 16 of 38 from three every game this season, I would take that immediately, happily. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's been ass whippings that have come with that in the past two games. Uh, I don't know. 
Yeah, but he, you're right. Keep doing it, though. Please. <laughs> Please keep shooting those threes like that, all right? But, my God, man, taking out Drummond, I didn't even notice it until, what, like the third quarter. I looked over you and said, dude, Drummond hasn't played yet. Like, and then I was like, oh, I guess he's not going to be in there. When you don't have Rudy Gobert and you don't have Carl Anthony Towns, I guess their thinking was, well, we can actually run that small ball lineup that we've had a lot of success with since Billy Donovan's been here. It didn't matter who, if it was Derrick Jones or whoever, like, but they run that small ball lineup and they had success. That's what it has been the case for the Chicago Bulls. And with the three-point shooting going as it was going, fine. Put Derrick Jones Jr. out there. Maybe he could step out, maybe hit you one or two three-pointers at that point as well. So I'm sure that was the thinking uh, of Billy Donovan, but he didn't think they were going to give up 150 points when he was not out there on the court. But, he again, he was trying something new. He flipping it on him, trying something new. Didn't work. Still lethargic. Still no effort, still not caring on defense is what the Chicago Bulls have been as of late. And it's coming against these lesser teams, Mark K, which makes it even more maddening. Yeah, definitely. And look, this isn't new. This, this, this rotational wrinkle isn't new. We haven't necessarily seen it entirely for a full game, particularly when Drummond has been available, but we have seen it in halves before. There has been halves earlier in the season when Drummond just looked disengaged, didn't look interested, to be fair, uh, in the first half. Billy quickly pulled that, and then you see Derek Jones Jr. at center uh, in the second half. So we've sort of seen this before. It was just more across 48 minutes rather than 24. So to me, it just comes back to a trust thing. I don't think Billy necessarily trusts uh, Drummond that much, particularly after the game he just played. And when you're, like, and you spoke about this, Matt, like when your backside defense is giving up so many rotations, having the quicker, more athletic guy out there who could potentially cover up with some of those mistakes, I think that sort of goes into the thinking as well. But to your point, Dave, around like who your opposition is, to be getting cooked up the way they have been against these teams, it's just so dispiriting on so many levels. And, and Dave, you and I spoke about this on the, on the last post game, but like, this was this week was meant to be a really, really good opportunity for you as a team to, if not get back to 500, to maybe be like one game under 500. Instead, you've now lost four games in a row and now you're seven games under 500. So like, that's where I really am disappointed in this team because I thought December would give them that opportunity to get back and, and to really write this, write this ship. And, and I spoke about it last game. I just feel like a douchebag, an idiot for believing in this team when they've given me no reason well, they've, based on what they've done in the last week, they've given me no reason to have been so confident that they could uh, do what I expected them to do. But the way they've played the last week, even beyond the last week, um, yeah, it's just really dispiriting, I guess. And Billy's searching for answers. I'm searching for answers. Maybe this team, I don't know if the players are searching for answers. I mean, Dragic at one point got really mad at Zach on the court. I think it was in the third quarter, but I haven't seen much emotion from these dudes. Like, do they care? Like, it feels like we care more about it than they do, which is probably not true because obviously it's their lives, it's their careers, those sorts of things. But just in the moment, at least, whilst we're yammering on about it in the post game, it feels like I give a shit more than they do. Yeah, and that's frustrating. And Super. You know, like, Justin Fields said something about something similar to that after a, a tough Bears loss earlier this season, yeah. and Bears fans went nuts either defending him or coming at him to say, that's ridiculous. Like, this is uh, my life. This is w me and my teammates. This is our career. Of course we care right. more than fans do. Mm -hmm. And that's the right answer. That's the way it should be. Yeah. But to, to Mark's point just now, when you see that kind of lethargic effort, yeah. just simple failure to execute based on what looks like 
not paying attention because you don't care to pay attention. Yeah. yeah. That that is stuff that fans have a right to get pissed off about. And you know what, man? Like I, I'm not. The players are who they are. Zach is who he is. Demar is. They're cool. They're relaxed. You know what I'm saying? They. Zach is always zen like. You know what I'm saying? In the things he's saying, he always speaks in haikus. Yeah. After the game. And dropping knowledge on people, like, you know, things, tough roads are going to happen. Things yeah. are going to get better. I get that. That got That's the thing that got him to where he is. I'm not mad at him being who the hell he is. Io is who he is. You know, he's very chill. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's like that. <clears throat> so it's not so much me being mad at them, but I'm saying where is the other person? Where is that one dude who ain't like that, who will get in that crack, will get deep in the buttocks, when that and shit ain't going right. What did you care. say earlier tonight? He's playing with the Windy City Bulls right now. His name is yes. Dalen Terry. Correct the Mundo. That's where he is. He is in the Windy City Bulls. That's exactly what I was talking about. And he wasn't on the bench. But I was like, and then I, I, I mentioned this Friday to you, Mark K. I think it's him, but his has to come next year. Because he's still a rookie. so It's hard to, to be that so voice when you're not playing correct. any minutes. You can't really have that voice out there. Even if you're not anything. You can't be you down as Haslam while you're mm-hmm. a rookie. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to have 20 years behind you, you know what I'm saying, to do something like that, and they listen to you, and it kind of inspires them or whatever. So, his will come next year because I can't wait to watch that shit. I saw him do it in Summer League, and God damn it, I was so excited. So, but where's that guy? It has to be that one that has to get in these players, that agitates them that gets on their nerves because they want to win just as bad as they want to win, but they show it outwardly. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Matt, they see yours outwardly. You know what I mean? They see it. They see your mind now, but usually I'm mad cool about it. But this is how I am on the inside all the time. I want to win. You know what I'm saying? But (laughs) they see it, Mark K. He's mad cool about his, but Mark K will get pissed off too. Jay, my man Jay will get pissed off too. He'll get angry as well. But he's very cool. He's very cool. Get you a hat, Jay. Throw it. Let's see you chuck Throw that the hat. hat, Jay. Chuck that hat. Jay Zawoski of CHO Hawks, there everyone. There it is. Toss the cross. You a lefty? I didn't know you were lefty, man. The southpaw. I think I just started liking you even more. <laughs> yo, 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 hey, hey, Jay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. But anger happens. Thank you, Greg. Yeah, Greg's Greg throwing hats, his too. hat now, too, man. Throwing hats. Thank you, Blackhawks crew. Oh. I'm sorry they got to put up with us. Yeah. <laughs> they got to deal See, with us. See, when they lose, they're like, all right, one step closer. Yeah. They had to put up with this Friday. We were here Friday doing this, and they, had, they were here in Studio A. We were in B, and they had to listen to me yell for an entire hour, just be mad and upset, man. So, you can have your head. But, yeah, back. but, Marque, that's what really just upsets me is there isn't that guy, whether it's the player or it's a coach, there isn't that person that is out there snapping on these guys, man, and putting some fire in them, man. That's It's necessary. I ain't saying old team got to be that way, but it's necessary to have one person like that. Right. Uh, wait, hold on. Go back. Wyatt? Was it Wyatt in the comments? Yeah. What happened with all the praise you guys said earlier this season? I'm sorry, who was praising what now? Yo. I think what we were doing was preaching a little bit of patience. Damn right. While the Bulls were trying to get their stuff together. What did I say a thousand times? Man, see, y'all hear what you want to hear sometimes. I said a thousand times, but if that shit goes sideways, we coming at their ass. That's exactly what I said every single time. I was like, if it goes sideways Mm. and it ain't right, we coming right at them. We getting on their ass because we're honest about this. All right? 
So that's what we did. How quickly have we forgot the number of times we stood here and gave them standing ovations <laughs> after one of their several two-game winning streaks this season? What you been watching? But, but, I was I was preaching patience even as recently as like a week and a half ago before this soft December schedule. Well, here we are, smack dab in the middle of the soft December schedule. My patience has run out. I'm done. To hell with this team. I'm fed up. This is bullshit. Um, we gotta get you a hat, Mark. Okay? Yeah, Mark, you need a hat. To but throw. look, just 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 on that point though, like. This, this team has shown us things this season. It's not like they've been playing this way the whole season and right. we were just oblivious to this or we were just being optimistic homers about it. Like, that's not true. Right. This team beat the Bucks in a way that we haven't seen them play in a long time. The way they played defense against the Bucks was a thing of beauty. They've beaten the Celtics twice. Opening night, they beat the Heat on the road. There's a couple other good wins in there. It's not like they were just doing this dumb shit all, all season. That was giving us reason to hope that maybe they could overcome. Like they were doing things that they weren't doing last season, like actually beating good freaking teams. So that's why we were hopeful. And to your point, Matt, and I, I, I sort of noted this before, as the variables change, so should our opinion. So I'm not going to apologize for, for being hopeful that this team could get it together because it was rooted in what we had seen earlier in this season where they were literally beating championship level teams. Yeah. They have, were inconsistent at the same time. We're starting to see more of the bad shit than good stuff. And it is what it is. So we're calling it out now. So, I mean, that, that comment is trash. We shouldn't give it more time than, than it deserves. Our optimism is always rooted in logic, period and point blank. That's just what it is. Justin, we were not all rainbows, no. man. I made fun of you when you called Danger Doom blow it up 10 games into the season. <laughs> we're now more than 10 games in. You see more evidence. You watch more games. And the way you feel changes. Yeah. It's called reacting to new information. Mm -hmm. This team is the softer schedule. Not playing better, they're playing worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm pissed now. Yeah. I wasn't then. I am now. That's how it works. Yesterday's price. Anyone telling themselves price. or others <laughs> to blow this up 10 games in, you weren't some genius foreseer <laughs> who could see the writing on the wall. You were just someone who hit, hit the panic button too early because you love to be reactionary. Mm. We got to take another quick break. 150 points. 150 puntos. <laughs> Good God. Four quarters. Fourth quarter. <laughs> it's time for our DraftKings king of the game, y'all. And you know what? What, man? After that performance, uh -huh. we don't give it to a Bulls player. Who we give it to? No. We give it to the man, the myth, the hey. legend, Lionel Messi, who finally got to the summit. The one thing that he could not achieve in his epic mm -hmm. Hall of Fame football slash soccer career, he finally did today, leading Argentina to a victory in the World Cup final over France, scoring two goals and converting his penalty kick when it went to a PK shootout after extra time. And, as you can see, a Bulls fan himself. Yes, he is. Congratulations to being a Bulls fan. Like I said, I celebrate greatness here on this show. Mm -hmm. And who doesn't know Messier, all right? You got to know him, even if you don't watch the sport. Ding! <laughs> but, yeah, you know what greatness is when you see it. And so, yeah, respect to him. And like you said, man, to end it like this and to get it in that long career and get that World Cup, man, dog, you know, motion that poured out of him. You know what I mean? Like, you, you got to feel that kind of stuff, Marquez. Yeah, and look, Dave, I'm similar to you. I'm not a, uh, a football fan. I don't follow this on a day-to-day -day basis. I've watched a couple World, game, World Cup games. But like 
the beautiful thing is you don't have to be a fan at all. You can just, I mean, you can just watch the game and realize this this dude is built different for whatever reason. Same with Mbappe for France. Like you, you could just like tell the way these guys go about it compared to everyone else. They are not human. It would be nice to say that about our Chicago Bulls, but unfortunately that isn't the case. It isn't the case. But um, I think Messi is a deserved uh, player of the game from our perspective in that sense. Like. I mean, he wore a Bulls jersey one time. Maybe he needs to come in and give his team a, a motiva- motivational pep talk or something of like that, or bring in the World Cup trophy, bring that into the UC and just show them this is, you know, this is what's possible if you're yeah. good like him. <laughs> but maybe no one's good like him. So what uh, winners get. But uh, yeah, no, congrats to Messi. Congrats to Messi. Uh, I, I like this comment from Michael, who said the Bulls are making a Messi of this season. Hey, that's a Lawrence joke, and I, and uh, I applaud yeah, that's, right that's, that's a dad joke. That's, that's, right there. that's a Lawrence joke or a Mark joke. No question. Um, but speaking of our DraftKings King of the Game, shout out once more to Messi. Don't forget to use that promo code CHGO when you sign up with your DraftKings Sportsbook account and take advantage of that amazing offer of a $5 money line bet on any NBA lineup. And if your team wins that money line bet, you're looking at $150 mm-hmm. in free bets plus all the fun you can be having with those DraftKings stepped up same game parlays we're getting so close to the Christmas day slate right there five NBA games make sure before every one of those tip-offs you're on that DraftKings Sportsbook app Mm -hmm. and you're using promo code CHGO when you sign up Mm. oh you know there's nothing better than a a live game DraftKings bet when it's like you know you see the Bengals are down 17 to 6 and you're like they're not going to lose this game to the terrible, shitty Bucks and mm-hmm. washed-ass Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Bam. Plus money, 175. That's easy money right Lawrence there. Lawrence is a happy man. Easy money. Easy money. Look at him. Betting joy. against the Blackhawks? Easy money. <laughs> Love that tank. They know what they're uh, doing. Betting against the Bulls? Uh, easy maybe money. soon. Easy maybe money. soon. Maybe soon. I'm not saying I do it every night. I'm not saying that. Uh-huh. How's your father? Dave. Lawrence? <laughs> Dave? <laughs> you like that? You like that? I like that. They never understood, Lawrence. They never understood. You know never. who didn't understand? Who didn't understand? Shady Rays. Oh. They didn't get it. They said, what the hell are these glasses so damn expensive for? We want to get Marquez some glasses. He want to put them on. But guess what? He can't pay all that money. He's got can't? a growing boy to feed. Oh. So Shady Ray said, guess what? We're going to keep him looking fly. And we're going to save him some money because we're going to give him those premium polarized shades featuring that world-class optical clarity, sustainable durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle attack. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. They called the Matt Peck Lost and Broken Replacements Plan. So if Matt Peck is throwing one of the many hats that we threw tonight, just like that. And those shades were on that glasses, and they broke. Those shades were on that hat. Shades were on that glasses. <laughs> shades were on that hat, and they broke on day one. They would send him a brand new pair, no questions asked. Over 200,000 five-star reviews is what Shady Rays has from those Shady Rays customers and also shady rays also provides 10 meals y'all to fight hunger in america with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date that is awesome so exclusive for our listeners shady rays is running their deepest deal of the season just use the code chgo for 50 percent off two or more pairs at shadyrays.com that's a buy one 
get one free. What do they call that, Matthew Peck? Bogo. Bogo. A bogo for the Lolo, a 54 fo for show show. What is that on my screen? Yeah, that's me. Ooh. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, <laughs> where you can find all the newest and best shades, because it's Shady Rave of the Rays, as Lawrence knows, is oh so shady. So shady. What, you know, li- what would you listen to right now, Lawrence? Like, if you got those glasses and that hat on, what what's, what you popping in to bump while you're walking or driving? I'm going like to listen that. to that CHO Bulls postgame show again. Oh, look at that. <laughs> uh, although, thanks to Megaphone, which is this is a little inside baseball. Yeah, I was going to say. issues with that. So, anyways, watch the YouTube stream. And thank you, Colin. I love Joey, but Lawrence is the OG. Oh, this is true. He is definitely this. Look at him. He's I mean, Lawrence off. has been around longer than Joey. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about technicality. So by default, not I, think, really. I think Lawrence is old enough to be Joey's dad. If oh, we're yeah, being honest, I think so. He's called his son correct. a couple times. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Tell him to go home. <laughs> and drink yeah. his athletic greens. Um, Shout out to Joey. Okay, then. moving along, um, we'll get to some more of your thoughts as we continue to react to the Bulls' blowout loss to the Timberwolves. Um, last uh, last loss against the Knicks. We were talking about rock bottom. Yeah. Rocker Bottomer. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we have arrived. <laughs> As my friend said, what do you mean rock bottom? He said the show ain't rock top. <laughs> rock bottom, man. Damn. Um, let's so this is interesting. Lawrence, you put up this poll earlier in tonight's post game. We've got two hundred and thirty-four votes in. Thank you. Who deserves the most blame for this current bulls mess? Acme, Billy, or the players? For all of the noise. From a certain part of this fan base, mm-hmm. fire Billy. Billy's the problem. Fire Billy. Billy's the problem. Fire mm-hmm. Billy yesterday. Mm-hmm. Acme and the players are basically in a dead heat <laughs> with the most votes at 44 and 43. Mm. Billy has only 13% of the vote of who's the most <laughs> to blame. Hey, Bulls Nation, how about you make up your freaking mind? There you go. Now, Mark K, tell us how you manipulated that poll, sir. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I am more influential than I gave myself credit for. Or maybe Bulls fans it wasn't, it wasn't Mark, are actually Dave, it was smarter Dominion. than <laughs> I think it was Dominion voting machine's fault. They've got something to do with this. We've got to get to the bottom of it. Something about Stop bamboo the voting polls. I am... <laughs> this team sucks. <laughs> no, I mean, look, maybe we just amplify the voices of... Uh, a couple loud minorities, but I'm, I'm I'm happy with that result. But look, to be honest with you, it probably should be more. Like I've got my issues with the roster, right? And we all do. This is clearly not anywhere close to a perfect roster. It's clearly not a contending type roster. It should be better than what it is in terms of performance. But I, I do feel like it's more on the players in that sense. But if you want to, you know, throw around responsibility, weight it a certain play. Uh, I don't mind splitting it between the front office and, and the players, but um, I know the players turn up to play the game and they they, they speak post game and, and on on the media, but um, we haven't heard from Acme at all, so maybe they deserve some more blame from that perspective, if nothing else. Sure, haven't heard. I wonder. Probably right. All star break. They usually come out around all star break to talk, um, but it just feels like this is on fire right now, which is why Mark K is saying, "Come on out and say something." I think now. we had a super chat about that, did we not, Lawrence? About why this front office has been silent it's from our guy AK, right? AK, he always giving two every time. Uh, Shout out to AK as well. Saying uh, the subtle extension of Billy over the summer. Uh, Billy's uh, known as the younger development coach. Is that an indication that Acme uh, foresee a more youthful roster beyond this roster? Uh, This team is done 
where is Acme, uh, who declined an interview request. Yeah, so I saw that. Uh, I think Joe Cowley of the Sun-Times tweeted before the game tonight that Acme, neither of them spoke despite a request by the media for them to speak. I don't think it's necessarily very abnormal for a front office to decline a media request before a road game in like a a random middle part of the season. Yeah. I do think that they need to come forward and speak soon, though. Yeah. Because I, they they built this roster on rock and roll, and basically starship reference. I didn't think we'd get that on a Sunday night. I got <laughs> Or was that Jefferson Starship? I don't know which starship that was. You know what? I'm out of hats. Oh, <laughs> not the race! Uh-oh. The Matt Peg Lawson broken replacements plan in effect, ladies and gentlemen, in effect. They built this roster and con- and preached, what's that magic word or that trigger word, depending on who you are? Continuity. Yeah. Continuity of a flawed roster, and we saw the flaws of it as last season was spiraling out of control, limping into the playoffs and getting worked by the Bucks. Mm. Drummond and Dragic, basically all you did, yep. in addition to signing Zach to keep Zach here. You, you've got to start answering some questions. Because at a certain point, and I think our guy Darnell of The Athletic wrote mm-hmm. about this the other night, Billy is now trying his best politically to answer questions above his pay grade. Because mm. a lot of these questions are, hey, your roster seems really flawed. What's Billy supposed to say to that? Yep, you're right. My bosses are bad at their jobs and gave me a crap roster to work <laughs> with again. A very flawed roster to work with yet again. AK and Eversley have got to speak up, and they've got to speak up soon. Go ahead, Marque. Yeah, well, I mean, they didn't even announce that Billy got freaking extended. Like, yeah, whether that's on them, whether that's on the PR team, whoever it is, like, that's an organizational failure. If you can't do something as simple as that, like, if you don't want to communicate that with your fan base to the rest of the league, for Billy's sake as well, like even if we wanted to celebrate it, which maybe only, you know, 14% of us or whatever it would be, would be celebrating it. But nonetheless, like if you can't get that right, we shouldn't be expecting them to come out and actually address this, take this on face value. If you can't just send out a a simple press release, but like, I'm not also surprised by it as well. Like one of the things that people spoke about when Acme was, or when AK was at least hired was, that he's sort of more of a reserved guy, a stoic guy, guy who sort of hides in the background, sort of, and that's why they brought on Mark Eversley to be more of that maybe visible face, that more personable face, the one that has more of that player connection. So it's weird that we haven't heard from Eversley as well as AK, but the, I'm not too surprised that we haven't heard from AK because this this dude clearly hates doing media uh, processions. Every time he does speak to the media, he mumbles his way through it. He gives zero answers anyway. So even if he spoke about it, I don't think if we would freaking learn about it, but it would just be good to or learn anything from it, but it would be good to see him nonetheless. But I'm not necessarily surprised with AK because this is part of who he is but it is weird that at least the general manager hasn't come out and spoke about it as well so it's strange but like i said if you can't if you can't even announce that your coach has been extended to an agreement uh, or his contract's been extended we shouldn't, we shouldn't be expecting expecting them to come out here and say oh yeah our team's 11 and 18 um throw any question that you want out at us uh, we're more than happy to take all your shit right now <laughs> yeah like that's that's totally on on point like AK, every time you see him speak, it's like, why am I here? <laughs> you know, he doesn't want to be there. 
he wants to get back behind the office to do it, which is fine, honestly. Like, I, I don't even mind that he's like that at all. Um, but I, I hear you. I hear you. Like, when your team is spiraling down, you want to hear from the people on top. Like, dude, what is going on? Like you said, Mar- uh, Marquet, last time on Friday, like, what's the plan? Like, what are you trying to do? What are you? What moves are you trying to make? What's, what's, what's the ideology behind these things that you that you uh, are doing? Because what we're seeing on the court is it's not working. Whatever your ideology is on the court, it's not working and it's not coming through. Yeah. And it looks like the players don't care. And that is always terrifying when players get to that level of I don't care and don't put in effort. That is a scary place to be for a team, man. especially – this year, when your entire conference, everybody in it is super competitive right, right now. You just, you just, we just talked about the Orlando Magic, who have just won their seventh game uh, in a row. We talked about the Knicks, who have won about six or seven in a row. Like it's, and we talked about the Wizards, who lost like nine in a row. It's super competitive right now in the East. And you saying, we know that you want to compete. We know that you want to be involved in it. But it's not going that way. So guys just want to know where you're playing and where you stand. Yeah, and it it just also doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like, you should be out there sort of trying to control the narrative, like from a strategic point of view. Like, you have the ability to influence the narrative some, but by saying nothing, by letting people just run run wild and ultimately just letting Billy answer everything, it just shows a, a level of, I don't know if unprofessionalism is the right word, but it just, it just feels very inept from a lot of, you know, strategic or, or a lot of strategic reasons, I guess. Not being on the front foot, not controlling the narrative, not letting it spin out a certain way that maybe you don't want it to do. Even if you don't necessarily want to answer these questions, there's a lot of value for you to have just by getting on the front foot and attacking these questions. But it's just never been something this franchise more generally does. Even I thought it was maybe the previous administration. Maybe it's not even an, like a management thing. Maybe it's an ownership, uh, you know, a, a degree from 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 ownership. Maybe that maybe that's a reason here that that we're overlooking as well. But for whatever reason, this team has just always been really bad at communicating, whether it's injuries, whether it's just general updates. I don't know. It, but it's seemingly continued into the new regime, and uh, it sounds like it's going to be a problem going forward. Um, I, I think it's an important distinction to make that just like the team, the players, Billy, we can change our evaluation of the job this front office is doing as time passes. Because I see this... Uh, Comment from Juniors who said it was only last season that everyone was singing the front office's praises. Damn right. Bunch of pancakes. Okay. Yeah. I was one of those Bulls fans singing the front office's praises <laughs> right here, baby. last offseason, not the summer of 22, the summer of 21, mm-hmm. when you executed four sign in trades, mm-hmm. four different sign in trades in one offseason, including. Getting Lonzo here, mm-hmm. getting Demar here, mm-hmm. getting something for Tice, even though they didn't end up using that extend uh, or that uh, exception, mm-hmm. and getting a player and a pick for Lowry Markkinen, who heard crickets on the free agent market, right. and the Bulls turned Lowry into a sign and trade deal that netted them net positive stuff yeah. for a player that no one wanted at the time. It's true. Hey, everybody, NBA, I'm a free agent. Cool. None of us care. <laughs> AK and Eversley turned that player into stuff to add to their team. True. The old regime, if you asked them to define how an NBA sign and trade worked, they would give you blank stares. So, yeah, 
some of us were hyped and impressed with what AK and Eversley did in the summer of 21 because it was a hell of a lot more gumption and know-how to put together a competitive roster. And it was a competitive roster. Mm -hmm. They made the playoffs for the first time in four freaking years. Mm -hmm. Now they're in action Mm -hmm. in the 2022 offseason has us in this mess. Mm -hmm. And now they are getting criticized and fairly and justly so. Mm -hmm. That seems pretty simple to me. This is the irony. Like we, or at least I was, I was critical of the of of the front office for the way they handled this off season. I I didn't like the signings of Dragic and and Drummond earlier in the season when those two were absolutely playing incredible basketball. We had people here on the comments. We had people on Twitter saying, "Well, you, you know, you guys suck basically for not seeing that these guys were actually productive players. You misread that." Now we're getting trashed here whether it's in the comments on the, on the on this feed here or on Twitter saying, well, you guys are actually slow to see that this team sucks. I mean, what is it, guys? Like, w- tell me what you actually feel because, like, it seems like your opinions are shifting and, 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 and we're getting trashed here for, for not seeing things sooner. We're getting trashed for maybe believing too much or we were getting trashed in the offseason for thinking that the team should have done more, but they didn't. Now we're saying <laughs> that they should have done more and they didn't, but people are saying, I don't know. I, I guess my point is, it's all over the place, and I get why it is. People are emotional at this point in time. People are an, an upset. They're annoyed by this team. We invest so much time and effort into this freaking team, and for them to dish up that what they have against the Timberwolves tonight, or more generally over the last sort of two weeks, I understand why there's frustration to be had. But if we want to pretend like certain things can't change or opinions can't change, evaluations can't change as more data is collected, I mean, more power to you, but I just think that's a dumb way to go about it. Uh, okay, we got to mention a couple more Super Chats, and then we got to get out of here. We have come up on an hour. Um, uh, AK Twitter, talking man. about Acme mentioning at the start of this season that continuity meant improving upon last season's results, so that's obviously playoffs and doing better in the playoffs than we did the last year, yeah. obviously. And that right now looks like it's going to fail. Mm. That is true. Micah with a Super Chat saying, the Bulls season is playing out eerily similar to the White Sox. That's Ooh. fair. Ugh. That's fair. Ugh. That makes fair. me very oh, upset. I'm so sorry to Marque all of, doesn't get that all one, of you Bulls slash Sox fans. It's fair. It's, it's a fair, fair assessment there, Marquet. Not that us Cubs Trust fans are that much happier with the Ricketts, right. if we're being honest. Hey, Dansby Swanson. Hey. Uh, wrapping us up with the Super Chats, it's our guy McBaconator who said, pretty sure Mark, Matt, and Big Dave uh, and that flipped chair can play better defense. <laughs> On another note, what is defense? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure I saw our pal Sergio with a super chat earlier tonight that just said pain. Mm. One yeah. word, pain. 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 That sums it up. Yeah. It pain. sucks, guys. It sucks. Anger. It sucks. Angry. Yeah. I feel like Farley in that Folgers Coffee Crystals commercial with a cast and a bandage on my head. <laughs> How do you feel? angry <laughs> shout out to farley 25th anniversary of his passing today yeah. december 18th Absolutely. 1997 legend rest in peace oh. and power chris legend. farley legend. i'm out of here i'm done talking about this team for today good we are Bye. off tomorrow Goodbye. we'll be back tuesday and wednesday for the bulls back-to-back set of games as we move through this holiday week we will be there for pregame tuesday half an hour before tip-off for lawrence who we so enjoyed having with us, summoning for Joey. Much love as always. And for our guy, Mark K, 
who you should follow on Twitter at MK Hoops. Big Dave, Bow, BWL Sports on Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Appreciate you, as always, Bulls Nation. We may have differences of opinion sometimes, but we all always must be here to support and love one another. Whew. Things are tough right now. Deep breaths. We'll come back and try again on Tuesday. See Red be good. Oh, no!